This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We're talking about the fireworks situation. How angry everyone seems about fireworks. More this year than ever before. Uh, Jim, especially down in the United States, things getting a little out of hand. <laughs> in, in, in L.A. especially. Uh, huge fines for anybody shooting off fireworks in L.A., but that did not stop anybody from shooting off fireworks in L.A. This is drone footage from a local uh, news channel there, K- K- Sorry, KCAL, two news anchors live watching this go down, and they are uh, seemingly ashamed of their city the past 10 minutes, 15 minutes or so, and there are massive fireworks going off pretty much in every direction. We've done stories on this. More people have been, unfortunately, setting off illegal fireworks. I mean, it is quite the sight, but this is not supposed to be happening. I mean, you could be fined up to $50,000. I mean, it looks amazing, and it sounds incredible. Obviously, it's super dry down there. There's a lot of wooded areas. There's droughts. It's a bad idea, but just them complaining over top of the video of so many, the most fire fireworks you've ever seen awesome awesome fireworks (laughs) while they're saying don't do this it's crazy weird james joins us good morning weird james hey how's it going guys good man yeah thank you uh good to hear your voice i know you're a big fireworks aficionado i see all your posts on social media usually you do a, a big show uh for your neighbors every year did it happen this year we didn't. We didn't do one this year, just with with COVID, just because we couldn't keep it under control. And like you know, we sometimes had 150 people there in the past, so we kind of took a pass on it this year. We're gonna bank the cash, hopefully, the next year, and maybe do one three times as big. But uh, we've done we've done legendary shows, shows that make LA look like romper room. You know, we, we're 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 not messing around when we do our show. That's for sure. And you and, go you drive down to the United States usually to buy all your fireworks. Uh, like over uh, three months before, I, I dabble and I bring over the really good uh, quote unquote quote ones that you're not supposed to have here the ones that really bring the heat and uh yeah and then we'll have those and then we mix them in with all the canadian stuff and it turns into a fantastic night you know the real good projectile ones and uh bottle rockets and firecrackers not fireworks you know things like that you know guys eating a hot dog you throw 16,000 firecrackers behind them and makes it so it's hilarious <laughs> sounds responsible <laughs> is it uh is it way cheaper to buy them down there is that the appeal yeah, like you were saying on your way down to Florida when you were younger, like they have these superstore warehouses down there. Even in Michigan, you can drive like uh, from Port Huron like 40 minutes and hit some of these uh, Mount Clemens, got them in old old Kmarts. They give you the shopping cards, the frequent uh, buyer points. You know, it's fantastic. And, uh, and some of them even let you shoot them off in the parking lot. Uh, if you don't want to try to bring them back to Canada, so you could just go rent a <laughs> hotel, a Super Six, got deep fried turkey, and you're you're having a great time. <laughs> Is it tough to get uh, American fireworks across the border? Weird, James. Uh, well, that's a, that's a sticky situation. It's not something I would want to say. You normally just say, you know, I'm over there uh, with the kids uh, to Disneyland, and you don't want to say you got a whole bunch of the spare tire, but you know things like that. But there's ways, ways like anything in life. Uh, if they do mention it, of course you got to address it. But thankfully, you know, uh, it's not it's not a topic that really comes up. But after this, I think everyone's just going to be so much heat on fireworks with all these uh, adjacent states that are selling this stuff because these guys are running great businesses. They're bringing stuff in from Nevada and Pennsylvania, selling New York, and, and uh, you know these guys are having a great little run. So they're selling out of the trunk. I'm reading all, all kinds of arrests in the New York area. Uh, guys that are just doing drunk, drunk deals like a Yeah, that's you'd think that this is, is going to totally lead to a crackdown. But you're right, when you cross the border, they always ask about alcohol and tobacco, but it, it's very rare that they throw the fireworks in there. <laughs> that is true. So that if is if true. they don't bring it up, you don't feel a need <laughs> to let them know that you got them in the back. 
Well, if they're selling them at Meyer, come on. I got my Yoo <laughs> and I got some Bob Rock. So, so what's the good thing about the Meyer? Okay. <laughs> well, we're we're James. I hope COVID goes away sooner than later, so you can get back to smuggling illegal fireworks. <laughs> I hope somewhere. so. I think it's great. Well, then enjoy it. Everyone have a great night. Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries, ordinary people who claim they've seen extraordinary things. The boys' radio is turned on by an unseen hand. Nine months later, unexplained forces drove his family from their home. At an inn near Philadelphia, the head waitress sees a Revolutionary War soldier on the main staircase. In Atlanta, Georgia, peaceful retirement of an elderly couple <laughs> has been shattered by unexplained noises and apparitions. Ooh. And on the Queen Mary, dozens of eyewitnesses claim they have seen or heard ghosts. Last month, parapsychologists tape-recorded phantom sounds of what some believe is a shipwreck that took place 40 years earlier. No! <laughs> Unsolved mysteries, just not the same without Robert Stack. But uh, it was the most-watched show over the weekend on Netflix. They have a, um, a six-episode uh, docu-series bringing back Unsolved Mysteries. Jim, I know you were all over that. Yeah, I watched uh, most of them, I think four to six. And, um, you know, it was well done. It It is missing. You know, it's not... You could call this anything, and it could still be the same documentary series. The Unsolved Mysteries is kind of just a name. It doesn't really fit with the vibe, I would say. It's the song that makes it Unsolved it, Mysteries. It's, it's only the song, and or the guy walking in the smoke, you know, with the trench yeah. coat. Like, that kind of atmosphere is, is, isn't quite there. It's just a generic docuseries now, although well done. I, I saw Big Chris who does the uh, midday show on Y108, he posted that his wife was very disappointed with the lack of closure on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> she sat through the whole episode and then nothing was resolved and she was very <laughs> angry about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess you never watched the original either, eh? I, I, there's something to be said about that. And I, I mentioned it uh, when we, we were talking about the fact that this was going to be back on television. Solved Mysteries is the show for me. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I like the saw. I like the resolution. I watched the first episode, and I got emotionally invested. It's the guy that fell off the roof or was thrown off the roof. Anyways, he died. He disappeared in the middle of the night, and they found him at the bottom of a building. Yeah, and uh, I was like, oh, I can't wait to find out where this is going. And then the show just ended. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> oh wait, I forgot what I was watching. Unsolved <laughs> mysteries. I, I don't mind it, Taz, if there is a weird mystery, like something that doesn't add up. Like the paranormal ones, the, the ghosts or ones. the UFOs? Yeah, so you can sit around with your buddies at a campfire with your wife or whatever and say, and you know, you can speculate. Like that's the fun part of the unsolved mysteries. But when it's kind of an open ended, you know, some of these things, it's like they have a suspect, they just can't find the suspect. It's not, it's not an unsolved mystery at that point. It's just like an unfound dude. <laughs> That's the next show Unfound yeah. Dudes <laughs> Coming to Netflix Everyone was looking for the dude But no one knew where he was Unfound Dudes 
here's the number if you found a dude to call. Do you have any find a dudes that you need found? Call this number. Yeah, all, those, all those find a dudes. <laughs> Go to unsolved.com. Go to founded. <laughs> but you obviously liked the show enough that you kept watching. Well, I wanted to, like, I kind of, I skipped a few and then went right to the UFO episode. Because there's a, that was, there was only one paranormal one and it was the UFO one, so I went straight to there. There was no ghost one? I don't think, maybe I skipped it accidentally, but I do not believe there was a ghost one or a paranormal one. Oh, come on, one. Unsolved yeah. Mysteries. I know, it was more like murdery stuff. Come so, on. The UFO stuff, you know what, Taz, Taz also unsolved. Shocker. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Nothing ever gets resolved on Unsolved Mysteries. And Jim, how's this for an unsolved mystery? Who is stealing the photo radar cameras in the city of Toronto? Toronto police reporting another 800-pound photo radar speed camera has been stolen. We're asking the public for assistance tracking this thing down. It was stolen from uh, the Queen Street and Jameson Avenue area. Yeah. At some point between June 10th and 12th. Police say that the camera typically requires a hydraulic lift to rem- to remove it from a location. And this isn't the first time somebody has stolen one of these things. Uh, over December and January, four of them were stolen in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I think they're worth 50 grand each or something like that. So, you're telling me these things are worth 50 grand and you don't have a GPS thing on them? Okay, here, they're worth 50 grand when you buy them new, but, like, the resale value. (laughs) man, these pawn shops these days. (laughs) Yeah, like, where are you you unloading a photo radar speed camera? (laughs) To me, it sounds like, um, it sounds like it might be the the Fast and the Furious gang. (laughs) Who's just a little upset that they're going to be getting tickets like crazy around the the streets of T.O. Yeah, this is not, like, a stealing an ATM to try to make it, you know, some quick money, right? This is a vendetta against the police. They do kind of look like ATMs, unless you have a a, a nearsighted uh, thief... Who, who thinks, doesn't see that they, they don't dispense cash. They see this thing. Oh, who left an ATM sitting at this intersection? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so torn on this story because I hate these things. I hate these speed cameras. I know they're there to help us and stuff like that, but it seems so shady to me. So I'm don't, the, the fact that they go missing kind of makes me laugh, but then it's also just a huge waste of taxpayer money. Right. $50,000 a pop. Yeah. So this is the fifth machine that's been stolen. So we're talking $250,000 of taxpayer money gone. But again, put put a cell phone in there with, like, put a GPS. It, it, it's, <laughs> if my cell phone, I can find my cell phone after a drunken night at a bar, I should be able to find the $50,000 <laughs> speed camera that the city put out, right? Yeah. Is there not a find my speed camera app? <laughs> The cops can log on to? Oh, I left the speed camera in the Uber. Oh, that's oh, so right. Stupid. Yeah, dumb, dumb. We are back in the uh, in the studios now after 127 days. That's how long we were not here. And it was weird coming to the building, Jim, walking up and seeing all the posters on the, the doors coming into the building, the, mm-hmm. the sanitizing stations. 
um, the the little footprints telling you where to stand while you're waiting for the elevator. Yeah, only two people allowed in the elevator now. New security guy. I hope the old security guy's okay. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that changed. I didn't recognize that security guy either. I, he didn't recognize me, but he still let me into the building. Do I feel <laughs> secure? Not really. <laughs> yeah, and then we walk into the studio. Now, we're still in different studios, which makes complete sense, right? I mean, this is way better than just being at home <laughs> in different rooms and being able to work in our sweatpants. But uh, I walked in, and I'm sure your your studio is the same. I walked in, there's a little taped-off section on the desk in here with all sorts of uh detergents and yeah. wipes i got like a whole spray like a micro micro band 24 hour bacterial spray got some lysol there i have windex yeah i got micro band too that looks like good stuff mm-hmm. hand sanitizer some gels some liquid hand sanitizer there's a roll of paper towel did you wipe down everything before you started the show, Jim? Nah. <laughs> what you, there's a, a checklist right next to the I know, but the I cleansers. Thought, I thought it was to be after. I didn't know it was before and after. Like I was prepared to wipe down the station when I was done for the day, but mm-hmm. I assume the last person also did that. Maybe it's not safe to assume, but who else is in here? I'm told that I'm the only one who's going to be working in here. So, do I really need to even wipe it down? Do you trust Juan? Oh, yeah, Juan the Colombian's been in here for three months. Get me a hazmat suit! <laughs> Start a fire! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worried, like, uh, we've got the uh, the touch screen here. Am I supposed to clean the touch screen mm. before I leave? Because uh, you may hear all sorts of weird stuff on the radio. Oh, like, snap! <laughs> you blew it! Is that Capulia? Capulia! Oh, somebody please think of the children! Disappointed! <laughs> just cleaning, just cleaning the buttons here, guys. Uh, just, one wipe. Just cleaning. <laughs> just cleaning our hotkeys. Oh man, you might want to maybe maybe wanna, if you're worried about it, Taz, wipe down the thing your mouth is breathing into and oh, yeah. in the microphone because that is that's got to be the nastiest thing in here. I feel like after the show, we should take the microphones uh, home with us and, and boil them in water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust anybody else. Yeah, yeah. For, before we talk in the, into them again tomorrow, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that's that's why they're saying that. You and I are now welcome back into the studio, but they're going to keep everyone else out of here because you think about how close we are mm-hmm. talking into this thing. If one person got it, for sure it would spread. Yeah, back at work, baby. This is it. <laughs> this is this is the dream. This is life. I, I was reading an article that said that people, when they're working from home, were getting up an average of 10 minutes before they had to start work. Would you estimate that's about true for you? Yeah, about like it started out with all, you know, intent to like be responsible and stuff like Uh that. I was waking up 45 minutes before, but then by the end of it, 10 minutes before was pretty much the key time. A couple times there was two minutes. Yeah. A few times, Jim, I don't think you were even there or I wasn't there until (laughs) the show intro was playing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But back to reality, it was fun while it lasted here. 
How have you been staying cool, Jim? You never ended up opening your pool, did you? No, no. I um, I got a cool little spot. I put up a hammock under some shade mm-hmm. uh, in between two trees that are completely shaded, kind of tucked away. So that's where I, I can't sit out in the sun for more than like a half an hour if I'm not doing anything. Like some people can sit there and read books. Yeah. I can go out and golf and I can do like whatever. I can play backyard games, but I can't just sit there. I'm with you. Yeah, so I got that set up. But other than that, just staying inside and playing PlayStation. <laughs> well, it's like last week uh, the family was at the beach and my wife, do you want to go down to the beach and do what? Oh, just lie there? No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll play some Frisbee. I'll go for a walk. Yeah, but I don't yeah. want I don't want, I'm not a lie on the beach for 10 hours kind of person. And some people are, and good for you. You know, I, I, I just, it's not my thing. Yeah. I got to get up. I got to play volleyball. I got to do something. I can't just lay there. Oh, remember that volleyball game we had where you and I just wore jeans? <laughs> what? It was you and I were just wearing jeans and we we're flexing and yeah. high-fiving each other. Just, uh, yeah. It rolled up. The ankles rolled up a little bit though, you know? Oh, hold on. That was Top Gun. Oh, oh. It's hard to tell what's real life these days, Taz. Yeah, I know. I, I, we're so similar mm-hmm. to, to Maverick and Goose. Hey. Sometimes I get confused. <laughs> you're totally Goose, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. No, you're Goose. <laughs> I want to be Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is going to be hot out there. And uh, around my house with the kids, we've been doing the, um, the kiddie pools, filling those things up. Uh, we got a slip and slide, which has been a lot of fun for my three-and-a-half-year-old. Now, you can, in Hamilton right now, there's a uh, mandatory ban on non-essential outdoor water use. It started on the weekend. It goes until July 13th. Um, but you can still fill the small kiddie pools up with water. You're just not allowed to water your lawn, use sprinklers. Uh, you can't wash your car, and you can't fill large pools. Okay. And uh, in London, there is no water ban in effect. But Hamilton, yeah, you got to be you got to be careful if you are going to use water that you don't get caught because you could face some uh, some fines if you do. Uh, The uh, the lawn is pretty much done at this point for us. My wife said, "Should we water the lawn?" I'm like, "Why?" I can't remember the last time I cut my lawn because it hasn't. There's a few (laughs) weeds that have sprouted up here and there, but. The whole thing in total has not grown at all yeah. this whole month. I, I, I almost feel like the lawn could cut me at this point. It's so dry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's I not walk barefoot. on there in bare feet. Yeah, not good. Playoff hockey maybe right around the corner. <laughs> so weird, eh, Jim? Unless you're an Arizona coyote. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, bumped into, last week I was up in Port Stanley, bumped into Travis Konechny. He plays for the Philadelphia Flyers, and he was packing his bags up, getting ready to head back down to Philly to uh, to start training. And I asked him, like, are you in, are you in good shape? He's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I've been, he, he said he's been working out. He's been skating a little bit. And I said, well, you don't have to be in the best shape. You just have to be in better shape than everyone else. <laughs> right? And I have a feeling a lot of these guys are going to have a tough time getting back into it. That's what's so exciting about this, this playoff. To me, it's, it's a, a blank slate. Like, there's no momentum heading mm-hmm. into it. It's the unknown. You have no idea who's going to show up and who's actually going to... Uh, be able to perform. 
We've got uh, Gong Show Tom joining us on the show. Good morning, Gong Show. How you doing, boys? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. You jonesing for some hockey or what? Yeah, I wouldn't mind watching some. It's been long enough now. <laughs> you sent us a text message here at one eight three three Taz and Jim. You said, guys, I want to make a bet on which team goes furthest into the playoffs. So explain how you want this to work. Well, you, you pick a team, and I'll pick a team, and whoever goes whoever goes the farthest before they get knocked out, the other guy wins. And what's on the line? Uh, five bucks. <laughs> Just to make it interesting? Just to make it interesting, yeah. Okay. Jim, who are you going with? you got to go with the Toronto Maple Leafs, you'd think. No, no. <laughs> They're your team. You don't want to go with the Leafs. Why are you laughing, Gong Show Tom? Because <laughs> I hope that's who he takes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I can't even remember who's at the top of the... I might go if it were like we're picking right now. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go repeat champs. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go St. Louis Blues. Oh, I don't like that one, but good. <laughs> what do you, you think? That's a bad pick. Uh, it's a good pick, but I don't think they're gonna do it. Okay. Who do you got, Gong Show? Uh, I almost. Uh, I have to take Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Why are you going with them? Well, just because they're way overdue and they got swept last year, they they have to they have to do something this year. Mm-hmm. You think they'll be motivated after? I'm uh, not being embarrassed last year, but they definitely did not meet expectations, right? Well, they definitely got embarrassed last year. Okay, they did get embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. boy! So so I get to pick someone. I I might have to go with the Leafs then, Jim. Mm-hmm. Just so I can say I told you so. Yeah, say goodbye well, to your five bucks. <laughs> Has, at least you're going to get by the first round this year. <laughs> well, uh, fingers crossed. Knock yeah. on wood. Yeah, they're not playing Boston yeah. in the first round, which is nice. They should be Columbus. Should I go with the Leafs? Or should I go with the Flyers? Because I just saw Travis there last week. I'll, I'll go with the Leafs. Do- I'll, I'm taking the Leafs. I'm taking the Leafs just okay. on behalf of all. I'm not even a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. But uh, the fact that Jim won't stand by his own team... Just to to show him how you're supposed to do it, I'll take the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, there you I, go. I'm a Montreal fan, but there's no way I'm taking Montreal. <laughs> exactly, Taz. Good luck. Good good luck in Vegas, Taz. <laughs> okay. You know, is you, don't you want to cheer? Don't you want to be excited for you your team? You already are. Okay. Now you're excited for two teams yeah. is what you're saying. Twice, you... the, twice the treat. <laughs> but if the Blues were playing the Leafs, who are you going to cheer for then? You want your five bucks or do you want the yeah, Leafs to no, win the Stanley I, Cup? I would pay $500 to help the Leafs win the Stanley Cup. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's five bucks is a great sacrifice for that situation. Well, let's set up a GoFundMe then. <laughs> you know, if, if every Leaf fan gives five bucks, yeah. then I'm sure the guys will go ahead and win the Stanley Cup. Uh, that's all Toronto needs, more money. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay, Jim, you've got the Blues. Gong Show Tom, you've got the Lightning, and I've got the Toronto Maple Leafs. Whoever goes furthest wins all the cash. Sounds good, boys. All right, and if the gambling commission cracks down on us, we will uh, we'll just pay each other in, in Monopoly money. How's that sound? <laughs> exactly. All right, hockey, it's coming back soon. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.